episode 112, following Mark Zuckerberg's advice. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. And welcome to The Game Changers. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, with Jason Jennings. You know, The Game Changers with Jason Jennings is New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today best-selling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed and reinvention. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Jason, I'm going to say Happy New Year to you. We're back in the swing of things into January and and great to hear your voice again. Uh, And Happy New Year to you. I, I think 2017 is going to be an extraordinarily exciting year. I really do. I'm with you. Looking forward to it. All jazzed up. And um, you know, well, a lot of talk this time of year about goal setting, about resolutions, about making changes. And you mentioned that you made a resolution at the beginning of 2016. And I'm curious to know, number one, what that resolution was and if you were able to stick through with it, because so often we hear people make those resolutions and within a couple weeks, it's by the wayside. Right. Uh, one of the things I always uh, uh, enjoy in January is uh, my, my gym is a big gym. There, there's actually about 5,500 members. And at any point in time between the squash courts, the basketball courts, the Olympic pool and the gym, there's probably eight or 900 people in the gym. But of course, January is that month. And, and this happens every single year. Uh, you go in on January 1st and you go, what the heck is going on here? I mean, there's like 2,000 people in here. You can't get a piece of equipment. You can't get your weights. I mean, you're waiting. And all of a sudden, you just smile and say, they'll all be gone within two weeks. And they are. Every single year, I mean, it's the exact same thing. So that's the way of, of most New Year's resolutions. Well, here's what happened. Uh, here's the backstory. Uh, at, at the end of last year, uh, I was reading a piece online uh, about Mark Zuckerberg, uh, the CEO of Facebook, and a promise that he had made to himself for the new year. And, uh, and the promise actually had three parts. One, he was going to read two books every single month. He was going to improve his Mandarin. And he was going to go out of his way to meet one new person every single day. And I thought, well, I'm already working on my Spanish. Uh, I already read a lot more books than that. And I do meet a lot of people. But I was very intrigued by this idea of forcing yourself to meet one new person every single day. And so that was my promise for myself. Now, uh, I'm the first one to admit, uh, when I'm traveling and when I'm doing speeches, by default, I I meet more than one person a day. But there are plenty of times when I'm working on research or I'm working on a book or I'm off the road uh, that I wouldn't necessarily meet one new person a day. So my promise was to meet one new person every single day. And, uh, And I kept it. I kept it. And the benefits are have been absolutely immeasurable. And so I feel like an evangelist talking to people about taking this on board for themselves. I mean, sometimes, uh, I remember just several weeks ago, uh, I was on the East Coast in an airport, and I thought, oh, wow, I haven't met anybody new today. And so I'm in the airport, I'm sitting down in the boarding area, and I kind of scuttled over, and I sat down next to this woman, and I said, hi, my name is Jason, I am sane, I am safe, this is going to sound a little crazy to you, Uh, but my New Year's resolution at the beginning of the year was to meet and get to know somebody new every day. Could I meet you, please? And she looked at me and she said, 
Of course. What a delightful idea. And so I did not get shot down once during 2016 for 365 days when I would walk up and introduce myself to someone and say, I just, my promise is to meet somebody new every day. I did not get shot down once, not once. And so I, I sat down a couple of days ago uh, and I started thinking about the immeasurable benefits that will accrue to you if you go out of your way to meet one person every day. And I, I, I kind of put together my list of about nine things. Uh, number one, I, I think the first thing that happens is you're going to learn something new every single day. One that comes to my mind uh, occurred in another airport, and I was uh, generally I don't eat at airport restaurants, but I had a long delay in a flight, and so I was sitting in this restaurant eating, and there was a young woman who was not serving the food. She was actually cleaning the tables and going around with a garbage bin. And, uh, and it was obvious she was Asian, Southeast Asian. It turns out she was Cambodian. And I just said, uh, I want to thank you for the work you do. I mean, you keep everything nice for us. And she said, well, thank you very much. She said, uh, generally I'm invisible and most people don't talk to me. And she said, you just made my day. Mm. And I said, well, what, what's your name? And she told me your name. And I said, so what, 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 what are you doing? Or she said, well, obviously I'm, I'm working here. I'm, I'm a cleaner in the restaurant. And I said, well, what's the end goal? Are you going to school? She said, no, I'm finished with school. I said, wait a minute, you're finished with what? And she looked very young. She said, well, I'm finished with uh, university in hospitality management. And I said, well, what are you doing working as a cleaner in a restaurant? Obviously for minimum wage. And she said, I'm preparing myself. And I said, preparing yourself for what? And she said, one day I will run my family business. And I said, well, that's cool. What's your family business? And she said, my family owns 23 restaurants. And I said, now, wait a minute. All right, your family owns 23 restaurants in, in New Jersey and New York. Why are you working at minimum wage cleaning up somebody else's restaurant? And she said, because my father insists that all the children go out and work in the restaurant business for five years for other people in every position before they can enter the family business. Oh. I mean, now, now I just, you know, you know, and I go, wow, I am a richer man for, and, and, and she and I have actually been in email contact a couple of times this year. And so I, I go, I'm a richer man for hearing this story. And now I need to meet her father. So one, you're going to learn something new. Every single day. Number two, it sparks ideas. Uh, I don't know if this is going to happen, but one person I met, and I did not know who they were, actually uh, had read a couple of my books, is familiar with the podcasts, and this person said, why aren't you doing a daily two or three minute radio feature on hundreds of radio stations across the United States? That didn't come from me. That actually came from a chance meeting with a person who only had a, uh, a very small familiarity with me. So it sparks new ideas. Number three, it immeasurably builds your business contacts. I bet, I don't know the exact number, but I'd be willing to bet I have probably added, mm, I'm looking at it now, maybe 100 or 120 contacts from people I've met this year I mean, who will come in handy at some point in time, whether it's the owner of a roofing company uh, that I met uh, in a grocery store uh, several months ago and I really liked and does great work. And so it, it improves your business contacts. It helps you find new clients. I can attribute at least two speeches that I've done this year 
and two that are on the books for next year, direct attribution to going out of my way to meeting a new person every single day. So you're going to find new clients. Number five, uh, and I guess I'm a communicator, and I guess I've been a communicator all of my life in radio and television and books and content creation and, and speeches. So I guess I am a communicator. But I have found this year um, that it makes you even better at communicating. Um, when, when you talk to someone that you've never met, find a way to introduce yourself, find a way to learn a little bit about them, and, and it just forces you to put yourself out there. So I think you actually, it improves your communication skills. Uh, it builds your list of referrals and resources. I can't begin to tell you how many people I've met have put me in touch with somebody else or who I have put them in touch with somebody else, and you just grow networks. Number seven, I think it just kind of keeps you on your toes uh, all the time. Number eight, and I think this is important, it provides uh, – I'm big on discipline. Um, it provides – just one more element of discipline to your life. And then the biggest one is it's fun. It is just a joy. Uh, you've heard me say this before, but when I meet somebody and I find out who they are and a little bit about their story, I truly believe I'm a richer man uh, for, having, for having added a jewel to my collection. And so... So I kept it. So I started the year with a resolution. I kept the resolution for the whole year. And I am a markedly better man, a better person for having done it. So I say hats off to Mark Zuckerberg for kind of igniting that fire for me. Hmm. You know, Charlie Tremendous Jones uh, once said that you will be the same person you are today five years from now, except for the books you read and the people you meet. Uh, exactly. So, uh, yeah, kudos to you. That's very cool. So what constitutes meeting a person? That's an, that's an overall umbrella. You need to know a name. What, what about that person? Do you need to walk away from the conversation knowing so that you can okay, say that you legitimately God, met the person? God, you're so good. I mean, at, uh, at asking the right questions. Okay. So, uh, so one pops into mind. So, so I think you need to know their name and remember their name. Uh, the trick that I have learned for that over the years is, uh, and I'll, I'll use the guy's actual name, Abraham. Uh, so he was a, he was a checker, a, a cashier at, at a local grocery store where I shop. And I had never seen him there before. This goes back now six months. And I said, hello, uh, you're new. I said, uh, I'm in here every day that I'm not on the road about this time. I said, uh, my name is Jason. And he said, I'm Abraham. And I said, Abraham, what a neat name. And I said, you're obviously Hispanic. And we went into Spanish a little bit. And I said, I've never met a, a, a Spanish person or a Hispanic person named Abraham. Uh, and he said, well, I'm about the only one. I've never met one either. And, and so I always repeat people's names three times. And j that's my trick for remembering a name. And it really doesn't fail me. I can meet somebody six or 12 months after the fact and their name will come to me. So I think you have to learn their name. And obviously, if, you're, uh, if your person of the day is going to be a cashier or a checkout person at a grocery store, you don't want to do it when there's a line of 15 people behind you because you're going to PO the people behind you off. I mean, you don't want that to happen. And so, but there was nobody behind me. And I said, Abraham, I said, 
tell me your story. I mean, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, is, is this your full-time employment? And it turns out that he's a student at the Academy of Arts uh, or the University of the Arts in San Francisco, uh, moved here from Mexico with, from his, with his family when he was a small little child. I learned what his father does. I learned what his mother does. I learned what his brothers and sisters do. I learned that he loves to work out and he's in the gym six days a week. I, I learned what he hopes to do professionally, architecture at some point in time. And so I would say that, so I have met Abraham, and I've learned something about him. So I know his name. Uh, I know what he does. Uh, I know why he does what he does. I know what he's trying to achieve or where he's trying to go. And I've learned about one of his passions. And of course, now Abraham is like uh, an old friend, an old buddy. I mean, I, I, I kind of jockey to go into his line when I'm checking out uh, with my groceries. And we chit-chat for a couple minutes every day. And so I, I think you've got to learn the name. Uh, learn what they do, learn what the dream or the hope or aspiration is, uh, why they do what they do. And I, I think that constitutes meeting a new person every day. This was your resolution for 2016. You started at the beginning of 2016. I did. I actually, I actually got a head start. I, I, I started uh, two days before New Year's Eve. Hmm. At what point was it a habit? So it happened naturally. You didn't you had to stop thinking or being so intentional in thinking about it. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll have to cop to something here. Uh, I truly believe, uh, and there's been a, there's a big body of research on this, uh, that it doesn't take that long, uh, to establish a new habit. Uh, I've seen some studies say, uh, a new habit could be established, uh, within like three weeks. And I know all those years ago when I said, I am going to be in a gym every day, uh, it only, with the exception of Sunday, um, six days a week in the gym. Uh, it, it, it took about two and a half or three weeks. And I remember thinking one day I'm too busy to go to the gym today. And I, I thought, wait a minute, that's not the promise you made to yourself. I mean, get off your lard button, get to the gym right now. And, and so I think for me, this meeting somebody new every day, I think it became a habit, um, and I didn't even have to be intentional about it. I would say maybe two to three weeks. Now, that being said, what I'll cop to is this. Th there were a couple of lapses during the year where it was getting near the end of the day. And I thought, geez, I, I haven't kept my promise to meet somebody new every day. So now I, I, I need to go out and I need to make that happen. And so sometimes it manifested itself. Uh, and I would walk up to somebody at the gym, uh, a, a man or a woman at the gym, and say, you know, you and I are regulars here. I see you here all the time, and yet I've never met you. My name is Jason. Who are you? And, and again, I've never been rejected. Never been rejected once in my life. Nobody's ever said, you know, bugger off. I don't have time to talk to you. That's never happened. And uh, so I would say it became a habit in, uh, in a couple of weeks. And I only had to, uh, I only had a couple of lapses, two or three for the year, where at the end of the day, I had to be intentional about making it happen. What was the biggest challenge? How'd you overcome it? Uh, the biggest uh, challenge. You know, it is still difficult for me. I, I guess my big confession to you would be that here I am out there doing all these speeches every year. And one of the things I learned years ago, not as an offensive tactic, as a defensive tactic, 
is I began offering to go to cocktail parties or receptions the night before my speech. I wanted to provide that extra value uh, to the client. I don't drink at them. I'll just have a glass of club soda. And then I walk around the room and uh, I'll go up to a group of three or four people and whether there's a lull in conversation, I'll say, hi, I don't want to interrupt. Uh, I'm Jason Jennings. I'm uh, your guest speaker tomorrow, and I just wanted to meet some people and say hello. And everybody is always universally nice. But I will tell you, it's still hard for me to do that. I, I, I don't know. Uh, working a room and extending yourself to all of these people you don't know who have different agendas or having different conversations, it's, it's not easy. I always stand outside the room. I swallow hard. And I go, this is work. There's going to be a payoff because tomorrow morning when I take the stage, I'm going to have 100 friends out in the audience. So, But this is work. So get in there, Jennings, and do it. And there have been a couple of times, even now, where I'll hesitate and go, do I really want to do this? This is so hard. Um, and so what was the biggest challenge? Um, it comes with just walking up to somebody you've never known and introducing yourself and saying hello and maybe having to explain why you want to shake their hand and meet them. I, I, I don't think I'm gregarious and outgoing by nature. I, I think I have to work at it. And I think, I think if most people are honest, I, I think most people would probably have to work at that too. Hmm. Fantastic. Uh, I, I take that as a challenge for the coming year. So thank you. Uh, and it was fascinating to learn how you did it and, and how you make it work. What I hear you saying, I am an introvert as well. I would love just to stay, stay in my, my quiet place, but yes. meeting new people can be, can be a bit of a challenge. And I think it is for the, for a lot of us as well. And I, yeah, and Dale, I, I don't mean to extend this longer than it needs to go, but, um, as, as I've gone through life, I, I, I think one of the things I, th I think about sometimes is I believe that most of us as human creatures uh, essentially share the same hopes, needs, wants, fears, dreams as anybody else. I, I don't think any of us are on a lonely journey or it's only us. And so when I'm standing outside a crowded ballroom, there's hundreds of people in there. I know I've got to wade into this sea and work for the next hour, hour and a half, shaking hands and introducing myself. Um, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world, but you know what? I bet it's hard for everybody. So I, I guess we probably all share that. And anything worthwhile is going to be a bit difficult. So, Hey, any final words for us? Uh, yeah, buy a book. Uh, and, uh, uh, I, I, I think uh, simply because this is the first episode of the year, um, a lot of people are made, well, we talked about a resolution that I made and I kept. And so a lot of people are looking forward to reinventing themselves and uh, upping change. And uh, I would suggest if people have not read The Reinventors, uh, go to your favorite local bookstore, uh, go to Amazon.com, buy a copy of The Reinventors. I, I, I promise you, not because I wrote it, but because of the information included therein, uh, there will be a big payoff there too. So I'm thinking about The Reinventors today. Fantastic. Well, this is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. To find out how you can arrange to have Jason keynote your next event or leadership conference and learn about his fees and availability, be sure to check out the website 
jason-jennings.com. Click the contact button, follow the instructions right there. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. We hope it's been helpful. Go out and meet someone new. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.